Lord Jesus, it's your breath in our lungs, your spirit in our hearts, your presence in our lives that gives us voices to sing your praises this morning. We bless you, Lord God, for being who you are and who you have revealed yourself to be in Jesus Christ, who you continue to be by your spirit that dwells with us every day, every moment. We give you praise and glory. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me about the communion elements that we're about to partake of. Do this in remembrance of me. Now, there's a couple of ways to look at that. One is that Jesus was saying, do this in remembrance of who I was. Remember me. Remember me and all that I was, that which you would suspect and that which surprises you. Be a student of my life. Do this in remembrance of me as I was then. But that says much more than that. It says do that in remembrance not just of who I was, but who I am. Who I am. I am in your midst wherever two or more turn their hearts to me. I am in your midst. He's right here with us. And sometimes our memory, our remembering just looks back. It doesn't look around. To see Christ in one another. To see Christ in our circumstances no matter what they are. Sometimes he's easy to, to notice. It was a few years ago, long after World War II, that one of the officers of a German U-boat came to the United States and found the survivors of those whose ship one night he had torpedoed. And in broken English, he had written out an apology for the torpedo. He understood that there were fathers who did not come home, sons who were lost on that fateful night that his submarine let go one of those tor torpedoes towards the Dorchester and took it down in the middle of the night. But almost as if his words were not enough, he then picked up a harmonica, knowing it would communicate in ways that nothing else could. And with his harmonica, he played Amazing Grace. How sweet a sound that saves a wretch like me. Right, right there in that room, it would have been difficult to, to notice God's presence. But what about on that fateful night so many years before? It was February 3rd. We remember that day, this Thursday, Congress has dubbed it for Chaplain's Day. And on that night when the torpedo hit the Dorchester, only 200 of the 900 soldiers on board that, that ship that was a cruise, uh, cruise line ship that had been converted as a soldier transport it was traveling through torpedo alley just off of uh, greenland frigid waters when the torpedo hit it and within 20 minutes it was under the water it had sunk the men were frantic awakened from their bunks that night they ran onto the to the decks and started trying to take off the lifeboats in order to save as many lives as they could and the the, the boats were frozen in place and many were damaged as they tried to get them loose and ready for the water. And Some actually got in the boats. Most did not. Most just jumped in the water with their life vests, those who had life vests. 
but almost to a man, those who survived, remembered that God was there that night. They saw him in four chaplains, a Jewish rabbi, a Protestant minister, a Catholic priest, and a Methodist minister named George Fox. They'd watched these guys, though of different faiths, and in the 1940s, Catholics and Protestants and Protestants and Jews didn't get along with these guys. <laughs> they invited one another to each other's services on ship, and you were as welcome, no matter what faith you came from, as another whenever you came to one of their services. Anyone that each one of them led and those where all of them participated, there was a special kind of bond between these men. And that night, as the ship was sinking, they were handing out life preservers. And with each life preserver was the only promise of life. In those frigid waters, you wouldn't last long without something to keep you afloat when your body went catatonic. And they watched that night as those chaplains handed out life preservers until they ran out. And then they took their own life preservers off and saved four more boys. As the ship tipped and started to slip under the water, those four chaplains were at the bow of the boat. And they saw them locked arms looking towards heaven as they went underneath. Many, that was the last they heard of them or the last they saw of them, but other survivors said that in the water they continued to preach they continued to encourage, and some have said they would have not had lasted until rescue came had it not been for the words of those who perished in their place. Four Chaplains Day. It's this Thursday. We're called to remember a sacrifice like that. But that's only a reflection of a sacrifice that was made for each of us, the Christ of those chaplains laid down his life for us. And that spirit can walk with you in any day and in every day. I challenge you this week as you partake of this meal and remember its meaning to have eyes to look around, to see Christ to be Christ, even in these dark days. On the night that Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread. And he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink of this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, in remembrance of you, we do these things. We ask that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread as you pour out your Spirit anew upon us, your people. Live in us, Lord God. Empower our lives with your own. 
Help us to do that which we cannot because you live within us. And we pray, Father, that we would give witness to the reality of your presence with us still by how we see you, by how we let you live through us. We give ourselves to you afresh as you give yourself to us, praying even as your Son taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Before I sit down, I'd like to give you a quick update on uh, where we are with our uh, kids' playground. As you know, the old one uh, bit the dust, and uh, it had basically deteriorated to the point that it was no longer safe for our kids to play on it. So we had to do something about that. And this is the the playground equipment as it's been uh, painted for us that's coming. Uh, An incredible set with all kinds of... uh, wonderful features about it. It's going to be better than, than what we had, and we appreciate that improvement. Uh, wind, notice the wind, uh, the wind, the sun shades, not only for the kids, but also for those who might be watching them. Ignore the little blue uh, bench there. I don't know how that got in there. That's really not ours, but we'll have, we already have, we already have three uh, yellow benches out there, so those will take its place, and it'll even be color-coordinated. I don't know where the, that came from. But there's all kinds of play involved out there for all levels, safety for no matter what age group you're with. You can see the the swings. You have an infant swing, an adult swing, and a handicapped swing. Uh, The stuff to the left there is for intellectual play while you're out there. That's not the right word. Our children's minister knows the right word. I just listened to her. So uh, great, great stuff out there for engaging our kids and developing them as they play and uh, we started out with a, a matching gift of 40000 going for an $80,000 goal. So for each dollar you give, it will be matched. And that first week that we announced it, uh, towards that $80,000 project cost, we received $20,000. And so, no, we received, uh, help me. Uh, there's a $40,000 matching gift, and we've got $40,000 to raise. So last week, uh, we were at the $20,000 mark. This week, because we've received $15,700, we are at the $32,000 mark with the matching gift, and we're well on our way to $80,000. Our goal is to raise that by March 1st so our kids can be playing on it by the time it's warm outside. So uh, if you'll join us, if you're moved to do so, know that every gift that you give will also uh, be matched as we do this for our kids. And the kids are going nuts back there. Uh, the children's, uh, Gina has told me that dimes and quarters have become dollars and fives back there over the last several weeks. So they're excited and joining us in this effort. But let's see that uh, we get to that goal. God bless you as you give.